As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. I am Ketrin Porter, and this week I will be telling the tale. And I'm Kim Burns, and I'm going to try and stay alive. Yes, she is. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm great. Got a fresh dye job. Feel more myself. Looking great and green. Yep. I love it. Um, Got on a red lip. You do have on a And I good. love this high ponytail situation. A high pony, a red lip, and a choker? Come at me. I know. Miss 1992. <laughs> um, okay, so I started this story for our patrons. By the way, join our Patreon uh, for some really helpful medical tips from uh, <laughs> or to watch Kim take selfies. Um, uh, you get a video and a lot of behind the scenes. Yes. Um, so I, okay, so what I was saying was I went to the gastroenterologist because I've had gut issues my whole life and have finally decided at my ripe old age, hey, maybe, maybe I'll do something about it. Get maybe I'll see out. what's up. And uh, so we're talking through stuff and the way that a lot of like gut stuff works is they have to, in order to diagnose someone with um, irritable bowel syndrome or inflammatory bowel disease, they basically have to rule everything else out. Like, there's not really a hard and fast way to diagnose that thing off the bat. It's that you've kind of ruled everything else out, and that's what's left. So mm-hmm. my gastroenterologist thinks that I have IBS. And I'm sitting there just, like, listening to everything. And I sort of very under my breath without thinking go, oh, my son has IBS. And he goes, oh, you have a genetic, you have someone in your immediate family with IBS? Well, then it's definitely, and I go, oh, no, this is, I'm sorry, this is very embarrassing. My, my cat has IBD. And he goes, I don't need to note that. <laughs> burn. Gastroenterologist burn. Burn. Yeah. So anyway, that's my wow. story. Wow. I hope you like crawled underneath the couch after that I, would be I was so fucking red like I was so <laughs> fucking red I felt my face get red and like my arms were red like I was <laughs> so fucking red <laughs> we don't need to know that <laughs> thank you for the information yeah so that's that's my story 
What else? I feel like I had You're another a story. About I am a dork. Um, so that's it. That's what's happening. My jaw's locked again. Gonna get some <laughs> acupuncture for that. <laughs> I'm doing great. Jaw's locked. Bowels are irritated. But, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yep. That's, well, that's, that's the title of my <laughs> memoir. <laughs> Jaws locked, bowels, bowels irritated, irritated. My, my cat's my son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you happen to see what I titled your memoir? I did. I thought it was a good one. And I gave you two because you couldn't decide. I, th- which is my actual title of my <laughs> memoir. <laughs> yeah, I can't decide. <laughs> a title TBD. I, I couldn't decide. decide. <laughs> That's actually very funny. <laughs> if you do write a memoir, I think you should call it Title TBD. <laughs> um, oh God, that's never going to happen. But yeah. uh, that's great. What have I done? Don't know. Gone on some dates. Yeah. But all with the same person. All with the same person, which I don't that's give a shit about. Kendra doesn't care. But she is going to meet them <sighs> on Friday. Yes. I'm very excited. What's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Two days. Catherine's meeting them. Very so, excited. I'll we'll give you see. Guys the full rundown. She'll give a yeah. She'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited. We're watching our friend Lonnie, which I'm sure we've talked about. Um, those backyard screenings. Does backyard screenings, and there's one that I've been wanting to do for like literally two years, which is one of my favorite movies, My Cousin Vinny. My biological clock is ticking like a time bomb here. Didn't we have a whole fucking episode where we made... That was exactly right. Uh, Didn't we have an entire episode where, like, I had to make memes about My Cousin Vinny on our horror movie podcast? That sounds familiar, but I don't remember why or when. Me either. Or what movie. I remember nothing about it. I just remember having to Google pictures of Lisa Tomei in My Cousin Vinny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's See, it. That's just my favorite part. When she's like standing on the porch, she's like tapping her leg. She's like ticking like a time bomb. And that fucking and that fucking she's like wearing? a one piece like onesie floral. fucking yeah looking amazing. Who wears incredible. a floral one piece full arm leg bodysuit and looks phenomenal? Marissa, Ex- excuse me, Marissa Tomei. Bow down, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to hear a movie? I do. I have no idea what it is. I know. I'm Not excited. a clue. This has been on my list for a minute. But one of the reasons that I kind of kept it at bay was because there is a little bit of an argument as to whether or not it's a horror movie or not. But the writer-director refers to it as a horror comedy. So, And I think it's pretty horrifying. But not for the reason that you think. So... I am doing the movie Colossal. Oh, I had never even heard of this. I know. I'm excited about it. I liked it a lot. Okay. So it is written and directed by Nacho Vigalondo. I am in the, this is a horror movie camp. Okay. So Dead or Alive. When was it made? 2016. 2016. Yeah. Okay. Dead or Alive, Gloria. Alive. Uh, Oscar. Dead. Joel. Dead. Tim. Dead. Garth. Dead. 
back to your old tricks. (laughs) (laughs) One and done, baby. (laughs) Okay. Jaina holds out. Tits up. All right. We open on a Korean girl who is walking through Seoul with her mom and she's looking for a Barbie doll that she dropped. And her mom is like, we'll get you another one. And she's like, no, I want to find it. She finally sees it. She walks over to it. And as she picks it up, this like giant lightning mass appears in the sky. Like I say mass because it it doesn't just look like lightning. It looks like sort of a cloudy ball of lightning in the sky. And like the wind is blowing really hard and she like screams and we see something. We then pan out and we see something gigantic across the skyline of Seoul. Or colossal, you might say. Or colossal. Yes. Then we see a time card that's time card. Time stamp, title card, title card that says 25 years later. 25 years later. Okay, yeah. great. Anne Hathaway is sneaking into an apartment, a very nice New York City apartment. Uh, her name is Gloria, and she is extremely hungover slash still drunk. You know, one of those Been mornings. There. Yes. yes. Um, where, you know, you're just at that place where you're like, I either need to die or keep drinking. Yes. But how I feel right now isn't the way any human person should feel. That's, that's what she's bringing to the table right now. And out comes her boyfriend all buttoned up, drinking a coffee, ready for his morning. It is Dan Stevens. (gasps) You little bitch. Mm-hmm. You little <laughs> sneaky bitch. <laughs> uh, oh, just you wait. Um, he's British today. In this oh, movie. my God. Even better. Yeah. But it's interesting. He is a very, like, high energy version of himself. Very type A very um well we'll we'll find out more about him so he's pissed and he doesn't say anything to her she just starts babbling where she's like you know i got in the car at 2 a.m but so and so wanted to go back to her loft and so we go back to her loft and then she like falls asleep so i'm just like waiting for her to wake up but then like i fell asleep and now we finally woke up and i ended up and then it's like we should probably just go get breakfast and now i'm here mm-hmm and Tim, I her boyfriend, yeah, Tim, her boyfriend, is just, like, not responding. He's super pissed. Uh-oh. And she goes, are you angry? And he goes, how, how angry do you think I should be? Hmm? How angry? I don't know, Dan! And <laughs> he was like, why are you, why are you, why, that's yeah. the worst response I could have received. Yeah, and he was like, a little angry. <laughs> think I should be a little angry and she's just like eh. and I just wrote he's very angry <laughs> <laughs> just so we're clear he's very mad very angry <laughs> and they kind of start having the fight 
where somebody drinks too much and somebody's pissed about it. You can hear it. It's the excuses, the empty blah, blah, blah. And he finally is like, we're talking in circles. Your mess. Best if you weren't here when I get home from work. And he just leaves. Oof. And she's like, what? Oh, and he said, I packed all your bags in the bedroom. He's, He's kicking her out. Kicking her out. And Anne, oh, no. uh, sorry, Gloria is just like sitting there, like just comatose, like in complete shock that he like fucking rock bottomed her. Yeah. Like he was like, I'm done with this shit. And at that moment, we see him walk out of his building and there's like four people in a car sitting outside the building and they're like, he's gone. And they run up and it's like her party friends. And so they come in and just like start partying with her at fucking oh, no. 12 p.m. Whatever. And is just like, they're just like, blah, blah, blah. And she's just sitting there comatose. Just like, not okay. Oof. So, cut to small town Connecticut, I think. Why do I think it's Connecticut? Small town somewhere. Um, and uh, Gloria gets out of a cab in front of this really cute little, like, uh, Northwestern, Northeastern Victorian little house. And she grabs a hide a key uh, and goes into the house. It's empty. There's nothing in it. And like, it doesn't look like anybody's been in it for quite some time. We now cut to her waking up on the floor of the house and like mm-hmm. in pain. So she like, you know, when you fall asleep, kind of, kind of drunk and you're yeah. just like, ah, so it's her just like every when she wakes up like yeah in and super you slept pain. on a floor exactly <laughs> also been um, there God it's when the I was w- a and towel baby a little <laughs> when were you a towel baby at like what Sophia's was that? and her old what was her old roommate's name uh, oh Camille no why was I why were you a towel baby. I don't know, but we were all drunk. I don't know why they didn't help me or that I didn't have somewhere to sleep. Yeah. And maybe someone was on the couch. There must have been a lot lot going on that night. Yeah. But basically, I was like, at a certain point, wanted to sleep. So I went and like grabbed towels out of like the <laughs> hallway closet and just like laid, <laughs> laid them on the ground and like laid on top of them and covered myself with them. And then like they woke up in the morning and they're like, look at my little towel, baby. You were so <laughs> oh, excited. Up. I did. And and uh, maybe they were both busy. And I, oh, bi- you mean busy? Like getting busy. Was someone on the couch, I guess? So. I guess. Or maybe and you just, just forgot that there was a couch. Cuddled up cold on the ground. <laughs> Did you have to have like multiple towels? That was a lot of towels. It was cold. It was both it. my both my mattress and my blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's weird is I also have a memory of making a meme about you being a towel baby. (laughs) So are we just recycling stories? Am I going to make a second meme about you being a towel baby? I don't know. I hope it would have happened in years before this podcast started. But yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway. It was during my, I I feel like it was during my times of, um. Dirty dancing, jumping into people's arms. Yes, that was a fun time in Kim's life. Yeah, I, I have a feeling it was during that time in my life. And also, I don't necessarily think that you would have 
specifically had to have told the story the night after it happened. Maybe we just said something and you were like, this reminds me of when oh, I spent true. a bit of time as a tell baby. <laughs> and now true. we're, and now we've come full circle. Now we're back to tell baby tales. Yeah. Tell baby tales. Tell That's going to be your memoir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell baby Shane. tales. Yeah. Oh, Shane. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell baby tales. Okay, so she's waking up at the floor. Ow, ow, ow. Cut to her walking a little bit later, walking through this neighborhood, carrying like a giant like bag over her shoulder. And she's walking down the street and a guy pulls his truck up and like and backs up. It's Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Um, hi, Ted Lasso. Fucking Ted Lasso. I'd, All I'd right. like to be fucking Ted Lasso. <laughs> Zing. Uh, lot. I had a very like interesting conversation with Eric about this that he didn't understand at all, but I think he will. So I'm excited to discuss it with you once the movie is over. So he pulls up. His name is Oscar. Okay. So Anne Hathaway is Gloria. Jason Sudeikis is Oscar. Dan Stevens is Tim. They know each other from being kids. This is where uh, Gloria grew up, and he's shocked to see her. You know, he never left, and he's like, wow, what are you doing here? And he's like, do you want to hang out? Yes, Oscar. Yeah, and she was like, sure. I mean, she doesn't have shit going on. <laughs> yeah, she's a towel baby. She's a towel baby. Towel babies have all the time in the world to hang <laughs> yeah, out with they, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> get drunk and fall asleep anywhere. Yeah. So cut to them driving and like he's just like blown away that she's here. And uh, she's like, where, where are we going? And he's like, we're going to the bar. And she's like, what bar? And he's like, work. And she goes, your dad's bar. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's my bar now. And he's like, my dad passed away. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she goes, that must have been really hard on your mom. When he died, how is she? And Oscar looks at her and is like, uh, I mean, she died like a decade ago. You, you came to the funeral, remember? Mm. And she's like, oh, so this is where we're learning that like, she is a severe alcoholic. She doesn't remember the entire chunks of her life. It's Mm -hmm. bad. Mm -hmm. So they go in and she's like, oh, my God, it looks really different. And it looks very it looks like a bar. Where would we go to this bar? We would go to this bar in 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 West Hollywood. Honestly, that's what it looks like. So it's nice. It's nice. It looks kind of like um, West Hollywood trying to be chill, but like still being West Hollywood. And she's like, wow, it just like looks like very different than how it looked when your dad owned it. And there are some pallets up in the corner with like uh, Christmas lights strung on them. And she's like, what's back here? And he's like, oh, that's the, um, the Western part of the bar. Cause I guess the bar when his dad owned it was like Western themed. I literally was going to say, oh, I was expecting like a cowboy bar. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, uh, he's like, I shut half of it down. We didn't need that much space. So, you know, I didn't redo, I didn't redo that part. And she's kind of like looking around and then she kind of like starts scratching her head, 
like this on the top of her head, but it like, it doesn't look like she has an itch there. It looks like it's like a nervous tick, like okay. kind of something yeah. that she does. Mm-hmm. And Oscar clocks it and he's like, what's up? And she's like, oh, I just, I have a nervous tick. I just like, you know, the top of my head. I just, when I'm anxious, I just like get an itch or whatever. And he's like, okay, we kind of move on. Cut to nighttime and they're still hanging out. And I guess the bar is happening right now. <laughs> yeah. So there, cause I was like, it's nighttime. He should be working. But I think this is like kind of after hours maybe. So they're talking and his two friends are also there, Garth and Joel. So we have Oscar, Garth, Joel, and Gloria. And he's like, Garth is like, I don't know anything about you, Gloria. And she's like, well, we went to elementary school together. And she's like, yeah, I'm just here for a few days visiting on vacation. And his friend Garth is like, you know what your problem is? You're from New York. And she's like, oh, do tell. And he's like, I lived in New York for a few months. And he starts like going on about on this tangent. And she's like, so how is New York my problem? And he's Mm -hmm. like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you just started talking about, like, nothing that has to do with me. And he's like, no, I didn't. Like, it's just he's, like, drunk and, like, everyone's like, shut up, Garth. Like, he just kind of rambles. Okay. Oscar then, oh, I guess it's the beginning of the night. Like, people haven't even come in yet because then uh, uh, Oscar slides her a beer and she kind of, like, looks at it, Mm. like, a little anxious, but then immediately drinks it and loosens up. Of course. Um. Isn't that so funny? Like people that have like, well, I guess not just people with drinking problems, but like if you rely on alcohol, like it doesn't even have to like hit your system before it sort of takes away some inhibition. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like the act of drinking it takes mm. away some inhibition. That's sort of what it know. looked like to me. Um, we now cut to them going to the closed off side of the bar. So the cowboy part. And uh, Garth is like, don't listen to him saying that, you know, they just didn't need all the space. He couldn't afford to reno the whole part. And Oscar's just like, shut the fuck up, Garth. And he's like, it's his dirty little secret, like a lower back tattoo. And I was like, (laughs) don't I know it? (laughs) I'm actually shocked that you never got a back tattoo in a terrible decision. I think I was too poor. Ah, Poor and, and drunk. There we go. And title of my memoir, TBD. I couldn't I decide. I can't decide. <laughs> well, that's why I'm surprised it didn't happen like when you were drunk and like making a, like, you know, you were out somewhere and you were like, remember that night I slept on a towel? I'm going to get a tattoo of a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lucky yeah. you didn't. No. Yeah. I mean, I just was poor and indecisive. Yeah. Save my lower back. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I seem the type, but no. You do, yeah. So, Oscar and Garth are talking, just kind of ribbing each other, and Gloria starts flirting with Joel. Gloria starts flirting with Joel. Yeah. Who's Joel? The other friend. He's been very quiet. He's not the rambly one, he's the quiet one. Okay. Yeah, um, and he's very, he's very cute. He's a little, he's he's like a, a medium cornstalk. He's you know a he's just a cornstalk. He's just okay. kind of a 
a country corn stalk kind of guy, quiet, maybe doesn't, maybe not super book smart is kind of the idea that we get, you know, right. okay. that, that sort of vibe. But uh, Gloria's into it because she says to him, she goes, why do they always do that? And Joel goes, do what? And she goes, not introduce you to their cute friend. And then like gets up and walks away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when Anne puts on the full court press, I'm into it. I don't know what the fucking hate is about Anne Hathaway. People I hate Anne Hathaway. I, I don't know what it is either. Actually. She is a really good actor. She's yeah, a very good actor. Yeah. So I find her delightful. I don't know what it is. I actually um, do too. And I think like even in interviews and stuff, she's kind of like silly and quirky and like a little bit of like a weirdo and like a yeah. I find a daring way. But yeah. And everyone likes people hate her. Yeah, and people, like, make fun of her for her performance in um, Les Mis. And I'm like, guys, you are misguided. The movie of Les Mis was shitty. Her performance was phenomenal. I thought it was great. (laughs) Phenomenal. Yeah. The movie is shit. She was great. And I I will die on that hill. The movie is terrible, though. So she flirts with him. Cut to later. Uh, we le- they're still in the bar, still drinking. She's many sheets to the wind at this point. And we learn that she is, was a writer for an online magazine. So she was a writer in New York. Oscar is kind of talking and like, we get the sense that Oscar's pretty dissatisfied at where his life took him. Mm. His dad owned a bar. Now he owns the bar. Never, never left, left the hometown. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Oscar then, like, walks away, and Gloria and Joel are sitting on the couch, and Joel leans over to kiss her, and she's not looking, okay? So he's leaning towards her, so when she turns, he startles her. Yeah. But, like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and he's like, oh, sorry. Oscar then turns around and is like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Joel? And, like, yells at him. And he's like, she's back in town for one night. You're going to fuck it up. And I was like, fuck it up. Like, if you're like, they're adults, bro. Like, she can handle herself. You know what I mean? Like, it was not. Maybe he wants a little kissy kiss. Well, we'll find out. So he leaves. Either Oscar leaves or Joel leaves. It's awkward now. The moment's over. Cut to Gloria carrying that bag again. Because remember, she was like walking home. Jason picked her up. She like hasn't left. Now she's walking home with that bag again over her shoulder. And she stops to take a break and sits on a bench. And she hears slash sees some kids like going to the bus stop. So it's now like school time the next morning. How did we get here? She was at the bar the whole fucking time. Like they just... You know, that life, I mean, that was never my life, but, like, people that, like, work at bars, a lot of times, like, they, their waking hours are literally, that has been my life. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, but I mean, like, I don't really ever remember you consistently every single day coming home at eight in the morning. Not eight in the morning, but, like, four in the morning. Sure. So then yes. you sleep until like the afternoon. Yes. Yeah. So you what feel I'm like saying a vampire. is, they have. Yeah, you feel like a vampire. Um, 
they clearly are not like, okay, we're closing down. Like they stay at the bar and socialize for many, many hours after it closes. So anyway, eight eight o'clock in the morning, kids are going to the bus stop. She then like gets up again and like carries the heavy box and like walks across the playground to like cut through the neighborhood. And we just see like shots of her footsteps in the playground mulch or whatever it is, whatever kids get to play on these days. She gets home, plops the bag down and we see it was uh, an air mattress that she was carrying. Nice. So yeah. No more so towel baby. No more towel baby. So she starts blowing it up, like plugs it into the wall, cut to her asleep on the wall and like the thing's still <laughs> blowing up. <laughs> and so we see a flashback to her as a little kid seeing she's probably elementary school age, seeing a storm off in the distance cut to her waking up on the wall. And she's like, ow, and like, you know, her girl, again, she's not doing well. Girl, She's not doing well. She my needs a love. good night's sleep. My yeah. love. She needs a stint in rehab. Yes. So my love. So, yeah, she needs a stint in rehab. Uh, the thing that woke her up was her sister calling on the phone. And she picks up the phone, and all we hear is Gloria going, What? Oh, oh my God. And she's like, It has to be some sort of viral hoax. And we just hear her being like, You're kidding me. No. Like, she goes to her computer. And she starts watching the news and it's everywhere. Like it's one of those, it's a news event mm-hmm. where all you have yeah, to do yeah. is open your computer and it's there. Sure, sure, sure. And there is, it just says soul under attack. And it is a news footage. It is news footage of this giant monster ah! towering over the skyscrapers of soul. That's how big it is. And it looks very familiar to the monster that we saw 25 years ago. Okay. Like and, the same or yeah. just. Yes. Okay. And yes, it's just that it's, it's very grainy footage and it's oh. nighttime. So it's, okay. we're kind of like, what is that? Okay. You know, and. Okay. Uh, it's aged 25 years. So it's got a little wrinkle. Exactly. Little, yeah. 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 It kind of looks little like crow's feet, little does. laugh lines. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But it's, 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 uh, you know, Groot, the character Groot. I do know Groot. So kind of looks like a, a, a gruffer Groot, like gruff a Groot. scary, a gruff Groot. Scary gruff Groot. Scary Aww. gruff Groot. Yeah. It's hard to think of a scary Groot because I love him so much. Yeah. He's, he's pretty scary though because if Groot was taller than skyscrapers, <laughs> I think we'd be scared. And mean. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So she's watching the video and she, she's terrified. I mean, it's, 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 it's terrifying. Sure. I mean, even if yeah. it's in, yeah, like it's, if that it, happened to us today, it would be terrifying, but we'd all also be like, I mean, yeah. Like, Cause honestly, this was made in 2016. The entire, yeah, the yeah. whole, the whole feeling of the world. Remember 2016? Remember 2016? Like before 
what happened in 2016. It was a different time. This was made in 2015, where right. we still had hope. Right. You know, they had thought been we were going to have 2016 a or 2020 yet. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. Now we're just like, sure, sure. These people, yeah. These people when aliens they come, were, we're like, I mean, who's like, surprised the zombies are here? No also, one. It's not even newsworthy when when we do figure out that there's like the government's like, no, 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 there's UFOs. And we're like, what else is new? Duh. <laughs> Everything's terrible. So but this is, you know, this I was mean, made. That in, was a given, though. Yeah. We all knew that. Of course. We just never thought the government would admit it. That was the surprising part. True. Um, so this was 2015 people where people where they thought that news footage of a giant, scary, gruff Groot would be newsworthy. Right. <laughs> anyway, she's freaking out. And she's her. in her house by herself. And she's just like, I-, I don't know how to process this information right. of what I'm watching. So she calls Tim. And she's like, can we talk? And uh, he's like, sure. What do you want to talk about? alcoholic sort of ex-girlfriend that's off trying to find yourself in your hometown and she's like I'm just I'm in shock about this have you seen the news this giant soul monster and Tim is like I mean yeah but I mean you're just calling me now like it's been news for like the last nine hours Mm. and he's like what have you been doing not getting drunk. Yeah. Not getting drunk and sleeping. Not getting drunk and sleeping at wrong yeah. hours. Yeah. Fuck me. And he's like, you've been out drinking all night again. And he goes, you need professional help. And she just hangs up. Mm-hmm. So we now cut to her at Oscar's bar again. And everyone in the bar is watching news footage now. He's right. got like a giant um, screen, like projector screen. And we're listening to the news and it's like all nations have been called to help. And the the news people are like, it may mean that we need to change our entire understanding of the laws of physics, because as you can see here in the video, the creature appears to just disappear into thin air. And there's like footage of it. Oh, no. Just kind of walking into what looks like a sort of cloudy lightning. Nothing. And everyone's just like, do physics not work anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Again, if it happened now, we'd be like, so physics don't work anymore. I mean, did anyone? I mean, we've got a whole half of our country, at least, that doesn't think they did anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they were right. You're right, guys. No physics, no science, no nothing. Look, here's the thing. If I've got a giant (laughs) gruff Groot on my hands... Yeah. I want to know where it is. I don't want it disappearing. Me neither. I want to keep my eyeballs on it. I want to keep tabs on Gruff Gruff Group. Yep, exactly. So, uh, Oscar. Not good. Oscar's watching it and he's just like, you got that tingle that you know you're watching something that'll change the course of history. Oh, fuck. And I was like, yeah, we've had like six of those. We do. We know that. (laughs) Literally, since this movie was made, we've had like 12 of those tingles. So, yes. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) She's just watching. She checks her phone, presumably to see if Tim called her back. Nothing. Cuts her walking out. Morning again. Looking at her phone. Walking home through the playground. 
she sits down on a bench that's like, it's one of the benches where like the parents would sit to make sure their kid doesn't fall out of a slide or whatever. So it's like around the perimeter of the playground or is the bench. (laughs) I didn't think that that would be the thing that gives Kim confused face, but here we are. (laughs) It was just like, I don't know. It was such an in-depth description that it confused me when really it was just like, right. oh, a bench on the side of the playground. And you're and like, one of those benches that a parent sits on to make sure yeah. that the kid... And then so I'm like, wait, did I miss the first part? And is yeah. it the swing that they have that right. makes them not be able to fall out? And yeah. she's sitting on that little yeah. thing where babies go. And then and she's I, like, oh, and wait, I kept she's explaining. on a slide. And you just kept going. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. And I just kept going because her, her face looked confused. So I was like, maybe <laughs> I need to... <laughs> explain more but then just a bench next it's just a bench next it's just a bench next to a playground that's all I it can is see that great cool I, we I got, got there that. so she sits on a bench and we cut to another flashback of her walking to the bus stop carrying we now see she's like carrying a science project and it looks like a diorama of a city and cut to her waking up in pain. Oh, girl. On the bench. <laughs> on like, the bench. Goodness gracious, woman. I Yeah. So she fell asleep on the bench. She calls Tim as she's walking through uh, the playground. And Tim is like, you're drunk. I'm not talking to you. Because she starts talking. And it's like a little mm-hmm. bit of that slur. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's like, nope, not doing it. You're drunk. So he's like, I got to get ready for work. Hangs up. And she like throws her phone. Um, across the playground. Cut to her at home, blowing up the air mattress again. Didn't you already blow it up? Oh, cut to her asleep against the wall. Mattress is still blowing. <laughs> oh! Because, yeah. okay, because the first time she did it, she didn't even blow it up. She fell asleep with it flat on the ground. Right. Now she's like, okay, I'm going to blow it up this time. But this time she falls asleep on the wall while it's still blowing up. So it's like we haven't even. Good goddess woman. She's not even a towel baby. She's like a wood plank baby. Yeah, she's she's a she's a mess. (laughs) She and then she's woken up by the doorbell and the mattress is still being blown up. Right. It's Oscar. And he is there with a giant TV, like a tube TV, not a flat screen. And it's like, you know, a thousand by a thousand. It's one of those giant ones. Uh And she's embarrassed, like that she's living in like an abandoned house. Like, you know, and she's she sits down. She's like, this is a nice surprise. And he looks at her and he's like. It's not a surprise. We talked about oh, it. Oh, no, girl. Yeah. My friend. It's, it's time. It's, it's time. time to get some help, my friend. What's that book? Can you send it to her? Yeah, <laughs> I think that book is, she needs more than the naked she, mind. She needs, she needs the, the, the book of Alcoholics Anonymous. That's yes. She needs, she needs yeah. more than that. She needs professional help. Yeah. So we talked about it last night. She kind of tries to cover and then changes the subject and is like, did the uh, monster come back? And he's like, yep, same time, 8.05. And she's like, 8.05? Like, what the fuck? 
And he's like, this time it just made some like weird hand gestures and disappeared. And, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's really weird. 805, same time as 25 years ago. And she's like, 25 years ago. And he's like, how do you not know things? Like, what is happening? He's like, that one didn't really get the traction because it appeared once and never appeared again. So everyone thought that it was a hoax and just right. kind of wrote it off as like a hologram hoax or whatever. But now it's back and it's like destroying things. Like it's touching and destroying things. So she starts talking about, she's like, God, it's just like really fucking sad. Like, and this, oh, this line hurt me where she's like, cause it's only happening in soul, which means like, Eventually, the rest of the world will stop caring. Eesh. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as she's talking, Jason Oscar is like, you really don't remember anything we talked about. Like kind of suggesting like, yeah, we had, we this, had this conversation, conversation. last night. Yeah. So uh, she's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, what else did I tell you? And he's like, okay, well, you told me that you're not really on vacation. Uh, you told me that you've been looking for a job for a year and living with and off your boyfriend. Uh, but that didn't work out. And I asked if you wanted to help me at the bar for a few bucks. And you said, yes. <laughs> you've got a job, bitch. Yay. Yay. And a job where you can get free shots all the time. It's Great. Sounds like a really Great. healthy place. So good for you. So good for you. So she's like, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll only take the job. I'm like, bitch, beggars can't be choosers. She's like, if you let me fix up the Western side of the bar, she's like, I think it's like it would be cool and ironic. Like basically, she wants to like keep it western. Keep it western. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Great, I think it's great cute. Idea. And you have this like weird, like this weird juxtaposition of the two types People of bars. I think it's super it. cute. Silver Lake, it would kill. Kill. Can you imagine? I mean, I can not. Yeah. Uh, you can and you cannot. <laughs> so I can't decide. <laughs> yeah. So she hugs him and like, so she's hugging him. Right. But like the news is on this big TV now. Mm -hmm. And so she's like watching the news footage as she's like in his big Jason Sudeikis chest and she's watching and she sees the monster scratch the top of its head. <gasps> she's the monster. <laughs> So Oscar then offers to The monster's come. anxious. Yeah. Giant gruff G Groot gruff is Groot. anxious. It is gruff Groot. Um, so Oscar is like, do you want me to come back and pick you up at five? And she's like, yes. Cut to her watching more footage. And... There's more footage of the monster, and it looks like it appears to throw something. Cut to her at home Googling videos of the creature from the past day, and it appears to be carrying something on its back. Cut to her outside with her computer standing at the playground. Cut to more news footage, and we're now watching it in the bar people are watching the news footage all together. 
cut to Garth saying, you know, I think it's a machine. And Oscar's like, why the fuck do you think it's a machine? And he's like, because it never looks down. Like, it doesn't, like, there's buildings all around it. Even if you're destroying shit, you wouldn't just be staring straight ahead. Like, you'd be kind of looking at where you're walking. Yeah, he's like, even if you wanted to destroy everything, you would still look down. And he's like, it's just staring straight ahead. Gloria is behind him just, like, holding her head on the couch. Drunk again, obviously. Because we're now after hours again. And Oscar asks if she's okay. Cut to her later that day, back at home. She's got her computer again, and she's, like, making a map, going to the playground, mapping, like, putting the playground over a map of Seoul, like, on in her house. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, she's doing, like, weird detective shit. What? Yeah. What? Maybe that position of the bench was really important. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we cut to her at the playground, and this time her alarm goes off, and she sees the kids walk by for the bus stop. She goes and she stands in the playground, and she goes like this, puts her arms straight up in the air, and then puts her arms straight out in the air two very like distinct motions Mm -hmm. she then goes home turns on the news and it's the creature appears to be making strange gestures and it shows the creature putting its arms up and out and she's like happening same same that's what gloria says question one what do you do what does gloria do well i don't fucking Because this bitch, as much as she doesn't know what's happening, she still knows something. Because my first instinct watching any of this isn't like, make a map and do these moves myself to see if the monster does it. So she clearly knows something that I don't know. If I'm being honest, she got there right quick. (laughs) Real quick. Real quick, yeah. So bitch knows something. Yeah. Um, Uh, So, I mean, I figure... Getting help is always helpful. Help is helpful. <laughs> so you've heard it here first, folks. Help is helpful. <laughs> hand in hand, <laughs> we tell somebody. Probably ask her. I don't know. We tell somebody. I gotta get another brain on this one. Maybe my hand sister? in hand. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. Who are you gonna tell? I'm going to tell my sister and Oscar. That's a half point. Okay. Half point. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, She uh, flops down on the air mattress and falls asleep. Of course she does. And wakes up on the air mattress now deflated. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So that's, that's her vibe. So, um, cut to her, yeah, cut to her now FaceTiming with Tim on her laptop that's sitting on a chair and he has called her and wants to apologize for his tone at the previous conversation. Thank you, Dan. And he says, I, I'm not trying to lecture or pry. He's like, I just don't, 
actually know what you're doing. Like, you know, you said you went back to your hometown to, like, find yourself. But, like, how are you? (laughs) You know? And she's like, well, I'm working. And he's like, you got a fucking job? Like, he's like, where was that chutzpah for the last year? (laughs) And she's like, I'm working at a bar. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. She's like, yeah, a friend hired me. And he's shocked. But he's not shocked the way you and I are like, hey, you have a drinking problem and you're working at a bar. He appears to be shocked because it's like below her to be working at a bar Mm -hmm. is the attitude that he gives her. Doorbell. And below him. Yes. Was the sense that I got. Exactly. So doorbell. She says, hold on one second, goes to the door. It's Oscar. And he says, I brought you a sofa. And she goes, I wanted a sofa. And he's like, yes, we talked about this. So we cut to them bringing it in. It's a futon. And she's so excited that it's a futon. And Oscar's like, sleep. yeah, and Oscar's like, I don't think anyone in the history of futons has ever been this excited <laughs> to get a futon. <laughs> and I was like, you're not wrong. Remember that futon we had at our first apartment? Yeah, but did we ever pull it out as a bed? No, but lots of people slept on it. You lived on it when you had bronchitis for a month. Meaning because I just didn't leave the house. But you didn't leave the futon either. <laughs> Well, I don't think I had a TV in my room, so there's nothing to do in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, mer- I remember more like my futon in, my, in Scott's and my apartment. Oh, I remember yeah, more I remember his that. futon. Yeah. Um, so very excited about futon. So he's like, all right, Oscar's like, ready for work? And she just leaves Tim on FaceTime. Like, he's just like, what? Woman. Uh, uh, goodbye. <laughs> Get your life together. So... They're back at the bar. It's work time. So it's drinking time. She's drinking and working, working and drinking. Tim calls. She doesn't answer. Later that night, bar is closed. Garth is babbling. They're closing up. Garth is doing like a trick, like a magic trick. And it's the one where you like light a napkin on fire and like it floats up into the air. I don't know. I feel like we did that at Gretchen's one time. She's wasted. It's getting to be morning time. Question two, what do you do? What does she do? Oh, I got to go do my 8.05 a.m. tests. Okay. Hand in hand. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's a point. One point. Okay. Whoa, that was very loud. <laughs> was it? It's the same bell, same hand. Why was it so close to my ear? I don't know. <laughs> I'll move it. I'll move it up here. I'm not sure. Um, Wait, how many points? One. For her. So she says, I need to tell you guys something. But you can't tell anyone. We got to go to the park. Cut to them arriving at the park. And she says, she's standing in the playground. And she says, pull up the live feed. And it says, soul under attack again. The big monster is standing there. She takes a step. And they're like, what? What do you want us to see? She takes a step. And she's like, wait for it. Wait. And they're like, wait for what? 
And it now, oh, so she steps into the playground. It now appears on the live feed in its lightning cloud. Garth is like, Gloria, you got to see this. It's dancing. And we see that she is dancing, but mm-hmm. they're just watching the feed. And right. so it's like doing a funny dance and then it like blows a kiss and they're like, you've got to see this. And she's like, see what? And then finally they look at her and they're like, what the fuck? And then she's like joking around because she's drunk and she's like dancing around. And then she's like, ow, what the fuck was that? And they're like, they're shooting missiles at you in Seoul. Like it just hit you. She's like, ow. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. So they're shooting missiles at you. Question three, what do you do? What does she do? Everyone gets there really quick. Really quick. Yeah. Like for them to be say they're shooting missiles at you. Yeah. In Seoul, like they got yeah. there. I mean, so to be quick. fair, like they are wa- they are watching the screen and her like she's doing the exact same I get it. Movements. I know what's happening. Yeah. But I wouldn't jump to they're shooting missiles at, at you, you in Seoul. Sure. Like, yeah. I would be in denial for much longer. For years. Years <laughs> and years. Yeah. And even then, Until I'd be like, they're shooting at the monster. At the Wait, monster. is that yeah. you, how you're feeling in the same place? Like, I would, I would have to talk it out. Like, yeah. it would just be so much longer. They just, they, anyway, they, they didn't have they time for there. that. They didn't yeah. have any time for that. 2016, we don't got time for that. Mm-hmm. We, we've we've got to get back to our good life. And again, 2022, we're like, oh, are you the monster manifesting in Seoul? <laughs> They're shooting at you. Missiles. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Sounds rough. Yeah. Actually, mind if I get in there with yeah. you? Just let's, let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, I think hand in hand we get out of the playground. Question mark. Point for you, my sober friend. Uh oh. She instead goes, "Oh, they're shooting at me! Come at me, motherfuckers!" And like, kind of starts like moving around, but she's drunkenly moving around, so she like hits a helicopter in Seoul. And it plummets to the fi- into a fiery <gasps> fireball to the ground. Oh, no. And she's like, what was that? And now they're watching and they're like, uh. You and killed then she, someone. Yeah. And then she gets hit in the head. And she's like, what was that? And they're like, a helicopter flew into you. And at this point, she kind of starts to, like, make the realization where she's like, uh, "Did are they okay? And they're like. Well, no, I mean, it was a fiery fireball when it hit giant you. And she's like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. And she turns real fast and slips in, like, the mulch and falls to the ground. And so the monster falls to the ground in soul. Mm-hmm. She then wakes up on her futon. And, oh, man, news on the destruction that the monster caused. From falling. Oscar walks in. La-di-da, here are your groceries. She's a mess. She wakes up and he's, she's like, how many people did I kill? And Oscar's like, how about I make you some food? And we can talk about it calmly. And she's like, no, 
I want to talk about it now. And he's like, not many. And she like starts freaking out and she's like, I have to tell someone I have to fucking tell someone I have to tell someone. And he's like, you don't know what happened. Like, what are you going to tell people to which I'm like, yeah, like, I think we need to at least we've made the connection, but it's like, what are we going to tell? And who are we going to tell? So she goes to leave and he's like, wait, stop. And he's like, okay, listen, I didn't want to tell you like this. I wanted to, you know, make you some food first, but that's not the only thing that happened. And he shows her a newspaper. A giant robot is now standing next to the monster. And he goes, I'm pretty sure that's me. (laughs) What is this playground? What is this playground? So... Cutting has no one stood inside this playground since 25 years ago. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't understand. We don't know. So, cut to them eating food at a diner, or more like Oscar eating a delicious looking sandwich. God, I feel like one of my kinks is just watching people eat sandwiches. A good sandwich. I feel like you do like that. Oh, I love a good, I love a good sandwich. And I, I like love to watching eat a good eat sandwich. It. I don't yeah. want to watch someone else eat it. It's, whenever I see someone eating a sandwich, I like immediately have to make one. Like I just, I love, love them. a good sandwich. I could go for a turkey Reuben right now. Oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah! I'm gonna have to make a sandwich after this. Okay, she's not eating obviously, and she's super nervous. And she's like, I mean, have you ever been to that playground at 8:05 a.m.? And he's like. Nope. I mean, no. Like, why would I? And uh, he's like, I mean, not since we were kids. And they're talking and she's like, but it wasn't a playground at that time. Ooh, do tell. What was it? And he's like, oh, my God, you're right. It was like a construction site. And they have a flashback to the two of them walking side by side next to a construction site to the bus stop, they're both carrying dioramas. So it was like some sort of elementary school project. Oscar is super chill still about this. Like he too appeared drunk as a giant robot in Seoul last night, but everyone just, (laughs) it's as if it's 2022, the way Jason is is reacting to this. So he says, do you still want to confess? Question four, do you still want to confess? I think I'd like to gain more information beforehand. All right. Um, Personally, uh, not necessarily by going back into the playground at that time, but you know what I mean? Like I want to investigate further. Let's investigate. Hand in hand. Point for you. Yeah. Let's make some responsible choices that aren't drunk choices first first and foremost first and foremost let's start our research by not drinking anymore (laughs) yes (laughs) that's where our research okay she kind of gets dejected and says i mean what's the point i can't do anything and oscar says i mean right and then she says wait a minute yes we can actually question five what do you do what does she do I don't fucking know. This bitch knows things I don't know. I can't be inside her brain 
for past history. She only she only knows. Uh, here's the clue I'll give you. She figured it out real quick, but she only knows what you know. She only knows that somehow she is appearing as a monster in soul. She doesn't know why or how or when or anything. She knows what you know. And I'm going to investigate further hand in hand. Point for you. We'll find out what she does in a second. Because we cut to Oscar and her. Oscar is coming out of a Korean barbecue place with a bag of takeout. And she's waiting in the car. And Oscar comes out and he hands her a piece of paper with Korean written on it in big letters. And Gloria is like, did he ask any questions? And he's like, no, he didn't. And then she looks and she sees the man like hugging his wife, like watching the news footage of like soul mm-hmm. being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And Oscar, uh, she's like, okay, like, you know, thanks. Can you drop me off? And he's like, I'm not going to be able to sleep. And she's like, okay, so come with me then. Cut to them having coffee on the bench in the park. Mm -hmm. And the sun is kind of starting to come up a little bit. And she's telling him why she got fired. So she's like, yeah, it was just like, you know, a play on words. And like, granted, it was like maybe kind of not suitable for work play on words. But regardless, like it was a play on words. It was funny. But I guess they didn't think it was very funny. And they didn't fire me right then. But the next month. You know, when they were doing layoffs, I was the first to go. And he just kind of like looks at her and like nods. And she's like, you already knew all this, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, sorry. I I just didn't want to like, you know, (laughs) mess up your vibe or whatever. And then she's like, have you been following me all these years? Not like, have you been fought? Like, she's just like, no, no, no. she's like, yeah, what's going on with my life? And he's like, of course. He's like, yeah, I, I often would check in on you. And he's like, someone made it out of here and did something cool. Like, yeah, I've been watching. And she's like, this place is cool. Your bar is cool. Your friends are cool. And she's like, and I see some girls have some eyes on you. And he's like, it's not cool. And he's like, you know, I was actually close to getting married. Six years ago, but oh, it, didn't, it didn't last. Um, she got bored real quick, and uh, I don't blame her. And he takes a sip of his coffee, and I just wrote, he's crushing hard on her. I guess he, like, looks at her, says something where I'm like, ooh, he's got sweet little boners in his hard eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Or boner eyes. Sweet little boners. Look at your sweet little boners. (laughs) That is every man's nightmare to hear a woman (laughs) talking about their boner like that. Look at that little boner. Look at your sweet little boner. And I don't know, something interesting now. Maybe she says you're interesting now or something like that. And the alarm goes off. 8.05. And he says, uh... Wait, wait, wait. I want to do it, too. And she's like, no, it's my thing. Like, I'm doing it. So she sees the kids walk by. He pulls out his phone to watch the footage. She's standing in the playground, and she Mm -hmm. starts signing. So what she starts doing is she starts, she points down at the ground, and then she 
moves her hands away from each other as if she's opening, a, a parting the Red Sea. Parting the Red Sea, sure. Yeah, I get it. And he's watching, and he's like, okay, it's clear. And so she kneels down. So what she was doing was like signing, like, get out of the way. Yeah, I'm and going she, to the ground. Yeah. yeah, kneels down. And then she takes the piece of paper that has Korean in it mm-hmm. and starts writing in the ground. And the newscasters start saying, it, it appears to be writing a message. It says, I'm sorry. It was an accident. It won't happen again. And Great. There was something you could do. Yeah. It was this. Good job. Yeah. And so she's watching the news of the message and the footage and blah, blah, blah. Cut to at the bar. Uh-huh. Kim seems mad at Gloria still. I am. That's a bullshit <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Let me figure out how to write in Korean. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, sorry. My bad. Fuck you. Yeah. Figure and, out your shit. Go to right? rehab and figure out your shit. Right? So... She's at the bar, and one of the patrons is like, I knew it was a good monster. And, <laughs> and Joel, like, congratulates her, like, kind of gives her a wink. Cut to them after hours. <laughs> We've accepted this so fast. So it's fast. Like, I, I have, like, my neck, my neck hurts yeah. now because I got whiplash from yeah. this acceptance. We're just, we're just accepting all of it. It has happened so quickly. Yeah. Like, and they don't even know each other, really. You know what I mean? No. Like, if this was me and you, I'd still be like... Yeah. That would still be me. Yeah. Do you know what I think it is? Being drunk all the time. That's true. You just go along with it. I, I think that, like, we're talking about... The sober conversations we'd be having if right. I kept appearing as a monster in soul, right? Yeah. But like what they're doing is like they're fucking wasted every like, single time. Life. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things I've done in my life very drunk. Yeah. Where you were just like, this is normal. Yeah. I'm Gruff Groot. That was Kim. I'm she- Gruff Groot. That time when Kim turned into Gruff Groot and appeared in... except when it was you and you were like, I'm Gruff Groot! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why was my voice like that? Yeah, You got one back. (laughs) It was just a revenge voice. It was a revenge voice. (laughs) This is sad and not funny at all, but it made me think of it. Oh, great, let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Please go on. It just reminded me of what we're talking about currently. Yeah. I saw this, like, and I think it was a meme, so it was a meme. Okay. Or at least it was words on a picture. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess that's a meme. Oh, God, any words on a picture are memes now. <laughs> that's what our society has devolved into. <laughs> but it was like... It's like a book and someone's like, look at all these memes. There's no pictures. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. It was like, I wish um, all the men I had sex with in my past knew that it was a form of self-harm. Oh. And I was like, oh. Ow. 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 That cuts Ow. <laughs> Ouch. That 
deep. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Anyway, back to Growth Groot. Onwards and upwards. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they're all drunk again. And they're talking about how she wrote a message and fixed it, I guess. Saved the, she saved the, the world and yeah, saved all the people that she killed. By never going to be back in the playground at 8.05 ever again. Problem solved. Sorry about all your dead people. And Garth brings up a very good point. Garth goes, so do you think the Korean guy suspected anything when two white people came in and said, can you write this phrase in Korean? And then that's the exact phrase that the monster wrote. Right. Yeah. And Gloria goes, we told him it was for a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, and again, even that, they're just like, I'm sure it's fine. Whereas like that Korean guy is probably flipping the fuck out right now. Losing his mind. I want to check in with that guy. exact note I wrote. Yeah, he's got his. He's got a whole B story happening. He's got I family. Want, I we want, need the sequel with him. We need the sequel to like what he is experiencing and discovering in his time. Uh, that would be fascinating. So we should just start a whole line of movies where of we just, just like do the character. other characters like B story. Be like, what's happening with like these guys every time? I That'd be love so fun. that. Okay, let's try and remember that. Of like, okay, each episode going forward like whose b story would we want to watch from this movie okay. so for this one we want to watch from the korean barbecue guy so and then we'll act it out great <laughs> and we'll never remember that we said this going forward <laughs> so maybe we will maybe our patrons will remind us um so cut to gloria standing outside the bathroom and joel comes out and is like yeah. and uh she just goes where do you live? And he's like, what? She's like, what's your address? And he like tells her. Uh Oh, bound chicka. Wow. Wow. Bound chicka. Bow. Wow. Is right. Cut to her showing up at his place. And he's so nervous. He is the most nervous little stalk of corn you have ever seen in your life. And, uh, he has just the cutest little boner on him. He has the cutest little (laughs) boner. Look at that little guy. (laughs) Every one of our male <laughs> listeners is just like, I hate this. <laughs> I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm so triggered. <laughs> um, <laughs> true nightmare. This, the, we're the nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> so he lets her in and he's like, were the guys still there when, when you left? And uh, she's like, yeah. And he's like, they don't think it's weird. And she's like, they don't know anything about this and he's like neither do I like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening and so he offers her a drink she just sits down on the couch and takes off her shoes he sits down next to her and he goes in to kiss her and she backs away and he's like oh my god oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and she goes Shh, it was a joke I'm kidding <sighs> and then she kisses him and I was like another nightmare like that poor poor Joel with his tiny, tiny, sweet little boner and thinking he's getting rejected again. I'm sure he has a very nice boner. I have I'm no sure reason. It's delightful. I have no reason to believe he has a. I'm sure. I'm sure his boner is, is very aggressive and thick. <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> it's a big old boner. <sighs> what is a, what? <laughs> 
are we saying? Okay. Anyway, cut to her. <laughs> cut to her waking up next to him, and her arm is stuck under his head. So she like tries to pull it out from underneath of him and falls off the bed. Uh. She then goes into the living room to like collect her things quietly to leave, and the TV is still on. Footage of <gasps> robot. A robot, robot hunting soul. Yeah. Oscar. You fucking idiot. Question six. What do you do? What does she do? Uh, I go to the fucking playground hand in hand. Because I know idiot fucking Oscar is there. Finally. I've got a single yeah. one of hers right. Well, you're just not an expert on... Mo- drunk m- monster manifesting in soul. It's you not your wheelhouse. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. <laughs> so she wakes up Joel is and is like, first time for me. Yeah. She wakes up Joel and she's like, we gotta go. Which is weird that it's the first time. I mean, the amount that you drank, it's like you'd think just once you'd manifest a monster in soul. You once. would. I mean, I was a pretty happy drunk, so maybe that's why. True. True. I was just fucking sunshine and rainbows, so. I was actually a pretty... I was a pretty happy drunk, too. Yeah. I never, yeah, I never, yeah, that's true. Cut to them pulling up, and Oscar is wasted on the playground. Mm. And Garth is standing there, like, with an iPad on the perimeter of the playground. She shows up with Joel, and Oscar is... Uh-oh. Noticeably jealous. He's a very angry little boner now. He's an angry little boner. He's an angry little boner. I am so angry. <laughs> oh, my God. Look angry boner face. We are going to lose listeners for this very specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by the comedy. Um, <laughs> so she tells him to get out. Um, like she's standing on the perimeter, obviously, and she's like, yeah. get out. And he's like, I'm not hurting anyone. And I guess we see like Garth is like being his eyes basically so that he doesn't step on people or whatever. But also like you're both drunk and like whatever. So and he's he's fucking wasting. He's like, I'm not fucking hurting anybody. And he's like, you're the one who killed a shit ton of people. Oof, ouch. And ouch, 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 ouch. But True. But true. also, get off the fucking playground, right. Oscar. Yes, like, all true things. All the more reason for off. you to get the fuck out. Yeah, so question seven, what do you do? What does she do? I'm going to... Hand in hand. Well, I'm going to, like, try to convince him to get off the playground with my words. Okay. And... I think she might go in and try to, like, grab him. I very specifically like that you said she was going to try to get him out without going in herself. And we'll find out why in a moment. So she steps in and makes a large gesture of get out so that. The monster, like, it's very clear what the monster yeah. is doing. Right. Yeah. She's and like, as opposed they all to just know being what like, this ah! monster wants. Yeah. So when she does that, we hear people in their homes cheer. 
because they're all watching the footage oh and they're like, gosh. the monster came to save us from the robot. Okay. You know, <laughs> when that happens, you know, when the monster comes to save you from the robot and you know. are like, yay. <laughs> and he, he looks at her and he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to leave. So she slaps him. <gasps> oh no. And we hear cheering. And he drunkenly is like, okay, fine. And leaves the playground. As he's walking away, beer in hand at 8.05 in the morning, he says, you got to come in early to work today and clean up the western side of the bar. And she's like, why now? And he's like, you offered if you're not too tired. And like looks at Joel. Uh we have a bruised male ego from someone who has not fully worked out their emotions. Look at that toxic masculinity boner. Uh-oh. Oh. The worst kind of boner. Alert, 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 alert. Alert, alert, yeah. Toxic masculinity boners are the worst. Not so. good. Cut to nighttime at the bar. Everyone watching footage and the people are talking about the monster and the robot are not on the same side. And mm-hmm. they're like, and the memes that have been generated from this are blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so like one of them is like a video where like it's footage of the monster slapping the robot and then it like freeze frames and he gets like a gold chain and it says like thug life. <laughs> <laughs> And oh God! Why is what this, is world? What is world? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this an actual perfect description? I of know. Our world, though? Yeah. What is world? So, <laughs> um, Oscar is laughing hysterically at it, and he's watching Gloria pour drinks. Gloria is obviously very uncomfortable. He pours himself a shot behind the bar, and is like, "You staying late tonight?" And she's just like, like not playing into him at all, mm. which is so unfortunate because it's Jason Sudeikis. And I'm like, <laughs> do you see him? Do you see? <laughs> so unfortunate. Um, cut to after hours. She's closing up. He's like laying on a couch in the back in the Western part. And he's just watching the footage over and over and over of him getting slapped, you know, Mm-hmm. And we now see that he's very much internalizing the fact that there is footage of, mm-hmm. quote unquote, him getting emasculated by, mm-hmm. quote unquote, her mm-hmm. and that people are laughing and cheering about it. Even though nobody is associating it with him, he's right, right, got right, a right, right, bruised right. little boner. <laughs> Ow, my little boner. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> so... She's like, hey, maybe, maybe give it a rest. What do, you, what do you think? And he's like, what do you think? I can't laugh at myself? Whew. He's now drinking straight from the bottle. And just to be very clear to all of our listeners, we are making fun of very specifically toxic masculinity. Not masculinity. Not boners. We love a good boner. I love a good Ooh, boner. Love a oh good my boner. goodness. 
And we love get it twisted. And we I love, love a masculine man. I just I don't like toxicity. Lady, too, honestly. I love yeah, masculine we love masculinity. energy. Masculine energy is where it's at. And a masculine boner is mwah, mwah. chef's kiss. Just to be clear. Okay. That is not what Oscar is exhibiting right now. So he's drinking straight from the bottle. And she is sober. We notice. she's has her wits about ye. Interesting. And he says, go and close the screen. The projector screen. And she's like, why do you want me to do it? Like, meaning, I guess, like, that... She's like, I don't, I don't know how, like whatever. And he's like, I'm asking you to do your fucking job. And everyone is just like looking around and Gary, Gary, who the fuck's Gary? Garth. Garth is like, I'll do it. And Oscar is like, don't fucking touch it. And he's being real belligerent. I don't like this. Real piece of shit. And he's calling Garth out for like doing coke in the bathroom. And Garth is like, that's not funny, dude. Like, we kind of get the sense that, like, Garth is in recovery for coke. But also probably is in the bathroom doing coke. And, like, Oscar is calling him out in a way that's, like, not productive or effective in any Mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. And he, Oscar says to Gloria, he's like, have a beer. And he, like, opens one up and puts it on the table. And she's like, I actually haven't had a beer since Sunday, so I'm, I'm good. And uh, he's like, why not? And she's like, I don't want to do anything stupid and kill hundreds of people. So that's why. And Joel is just like real quiet. Joel, Joel's a, a bummer for the next foreseeable future only because like he is not He's not standing up. He's very upset, but like not doing anything about it. He's real quiet. Garth leaves. Well, what do we expect him to do? You'll see in a second. Okay. Like, um, so Joel is quiet. Garth leaves. And um, Oscar yells something at him as he's leaving. Gloria and Joel are just like watching him. And he gestures to the beer on the table again. And he says... If you don't drink that beer, I'll take a walk through the park later. And I'm only being this pushy because deep down I know you want it. Question eight, what do you do? What does she do? <laughs> I don't, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, it's not fun. Oh, gosh, this has gotten scary. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna drink it hand in hand. Uh, I think. Point for you. I think in this immediate moment, that is, you can't rationalize with a drunk person. So I think in this immediate moment, I'm gonna say drinking the beer is the right choice. She does not. She walks over, picks it up, cheers as him. And pours it out on the ground. Cool. Antagonize the person more. Yeah. Yeah. That may be not the best choice. Not the best choice. That robot's going to get an angry boner. Yeah. He's going to get an angry robot boner real quick. So cut to Joel and Oscar leaving. So this is where I was like. Joel and Oscar. 
Oscar's Joel's Oscar's Joel's ride, presumably. And Joel gets into the passenger seat. Oscar is Joel's ride? Yeah. 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 Oscar is the driver of the ride? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I was saying like. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm hearing you. (laughs) So Joel gets into the passenger seat and just like eyes down, like not doing anything, not. Uh, I mean, to even just out of your own personal safety, don't get not in even, the car. Not, not even like, not even for anyone else's yeah. sake. Like, just yeah, what? I agree. So, we're leaving to get in the driving seat Exa- if you have not been drinking. I don't know where he stands, but right, just like, get d- whatever cho- whatever choice you're making right now. Not the right one. We have a we <laughs> have a that. list of other things that you could <laughs> maybe do. <laughs> Let us, but not this one. <laughs> Multiple choice of you, Lil. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually win. Yeah. So Oscar is still drinking a beer, mind you, Ugh. and walks out to the car and throws the keys at her, but they're the keys to close up the bar. Okay. So he's like, close up. And she's like, you're drunk. And she's like, these are real people. And Oscar gets into the driver's seat. Joel's just in the passenger seat with his eyes down. Question nine, what do you do? What does she do? Um, so wait, Oscar got in the car? Mm-hmm. Turn the car on. Turn the car on. Um, so the playground we have to, like, drive to? You're going to get to the playground faster if you drive, but you can walk to it because she's kind of been walking to it every night. Yeah, right. It's a regular car? Truck. Truck. Flatbed. I think she, like, tries to stop him from driving. Okay. And probably ends up getting in the back of the truck. Okay. What do you, what is, what do you do? I'm going to also try to stop him from driving. And if I can't, I'm going to make a run for it (laughs) to the playground. (laughs) Grab a bicycle. Double thing. Grab a bicycle. (laughs) You're like James Brolin in Goonies, where he steals a bicycle from that little girl. <laughs> James Brolin. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. I was like, isn't James? David Rappaport. <laughs> is dad. <laughs> <laughs> David Rappaport's dad is James Brolin? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Did uh, you see everything everywhere all at once yet? Not yet. Girl, you gotta see it. I know it's on my list. Everybody, everybody, hello, announcement. It's on my list. I'm gonna watch everything, everywhere, all at once, all the time. I think, I think the kid from the Goonies is like grown up and in it, but I know that he's definitely the kid from Indiana Jones. Oh, and they just like shared a picture of like uh, him and who's he face it? Indiana, Indy, together Harrison? as adults. Harrison. Aww. That's cute. And then, like, them as, like, back from the movie. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love that this guy's doing stuff. I love that. So she stands in front of the car Mm -hmm. and is, like, you know, not going anywhere. He then gets out and gets right in her face and is like, the world doesn't fucking revolve around you anymore. And he goes, now my life is just as amazing as yours now. Fuck you. I don't. I don't think hers was amazing. I don't think she thought it was amazing. I don't think anyone Nobody. else would think it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. No one, Ted Lasso no one was thinking that. Ang- angry Ted Lasso is a bummer. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. 
No, I, I like it's cookie, a very baking Ted Lasso. Yeah, it's a very specific bummer that I'll talk about at the end where I had like <laughs> a very <laughs> extra feelings. Yeah, I had a lot of a lot of feelings that I feel safe describing on the podcast, even though like it doesn't necessarily paint my psyche in the best light. So I will we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So she gets scared, obviously, and, and steps out of the way. Like, she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this guy might actually run me over. I'm terrified. Cut to Joel and Oscar in the playground. Um, Oscar is sitting on one of those spinny things. Yeah. And wasted, still drinking. Gloria comes up running. So, and like has a cramp. So that's why I was saying, like, <laughs> you can get there. But cramp. It's, yeah. And... He's just like, I didn't think you'd make it. And he says, I'll wait for you to catch your breath. And we hear cheering. Because now the robot has been in the playground, and now the good monster appears in the playground. So we hear cheering from the people oh, watching so the Oh, so like footage. being on the spinny thing, he's still visible? Mm-hmm. But I guess he's just like spinning around soul, like above... You know, he's okay. So just like entering the playground wherever you are. Yes. Um, is somewhere in Seoul, basically. Um, okay. But like, for instance, the spinny thing he's on wouldn't be there. And like the paper that she had in her hand wasn't there. And the bag she was getting, you know, that kind of thing. The map of Seoul. Okay. Yeah. So they're now standing face to face. Everyone is cheering. Like a fucking UFC pay-per-view fight. (laughs) And she slaps him again. And he's like, come on. You got more than that. Question 10. What do you do? What does she do? I. No. She. No. I. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I think I get out of the playground. I don't think. Okay. Being in the playground is helping. Okay. I mean, I'm going to like, not just like dip out, you know, like I'm going to be like trying to get him out and, you know, make decisions further from there based on what he does afterwards, you know, but like. Mm -hmm. I'd like to, I don't want to, like, continue, like, go along with this behavior. Sure. Um, I don't fucking know what she does, because I'm like, well, I can't tell. She's usually drunk, and now she's not. And I'm getting it wrong, because she was drunk, and now she's not. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't think she hits him, though. I don't. Uh, do I? I don't know. What's Catherine's face? <laughs> it's poker. She is did what it is. Slap him pretty quickly. All right. I think she punches him. Oh! <laughs> Listen, negotiating with a drunk guy. I, uh. Most of the time it's fruitless, but I like where your head's at that like you're not going to try to escalate the situation, especially because 
the physicality of the robot and Gruff Groot is evenly matched. The physicality of the humans that are right are that is not, it's not. Yeah. right. So he says, "Come on, you got more than that." She closed fist punches him. He then grabs her and is like, no punching, no punching. So it's a little comedic and drunk now. Not comedic, but like, it's, it's a little like a tussle in a playground type of fight now. Because he's like, you know, no punching. And uh, she says, okay, okay. And like, he lets go. And then she knees him in the balls. <laughs> and... He goes, oh, uh, not a direct hit, but you were in the, in the vicinity. And <laughs> he then grabs her again, and they fall down to the ground. That's, that's why we can't go on with this behavior because yes. we don't know who we're going to hurt. Yes. Accidentally. Yes. And now he's kind of got her, like, in a, like, behind her in not, like, a chokehold, but, like, um, close enough that she bites his hand really hard. And Joel is now there and finally fucking speaks up and is like, stop. And I'm like, too little, too late, Joel. Okay, Joel. Grow a fucking pussy like two, three hours ago, man. So. Fucking Joel. Yeah. God, he was even there. Right? I'm I'm interested that no other people have like stepped foot to be like, what am I? Well, hold that thought. So they get up. She throws the bar keys at him and she's like I'm never coming back to your shitty fucking bar and he walks up to her and again scary Ted Lasso is really upsetting in like a very specific way and I really didn't like it he goes oh yes you will or I'm gonna keep coming here and destroying entire neighborhoods and he walks over and he pushes her to the ground and says, I'm done being Mr. Nice Guy. And he and Joel leave. Joel is dejected as fuck. Like, Joel literally walks away with his head down. And she is sort of, like, left on the playground. Like, fuck. <sighs> Cut to her plopping down on her beloved futon. Cut to flashback of her diorama blowing away over a construction site fence and Oscar climbing over the fence to get it. Baby Oscar. Cut back to her house. The doorbell rings. It's Joel. And he and she says, are you alone? And he says, yeah. So she opens the door a little wider and he says, I wanted to say I'm sorry. Oscar is sorry, too. And I'm like, well, then fucking bitch-ass Oscar can come over here as goddamn self. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's so sorry. He told me to come over here and give you this. And it is a van full of furniture to literally furnish the entire house. And question 11, what do you do? What does she do? What? <laughs> this is so confusing. <laughs> what? Um, 
I am going. It's vintage to... furniture. It's not like boxed furniture from IKEA that he went and picked up. No, I didn't think that it was. <laughs> <laughs> I. I actually wasn't concerned of the type of furniture. I was more concerned of the gesture. Okay. In general. Yeah, he feel and him. the the format of the gift and the and the delivery method. You've never made an all ass of, of yourself when you're drunk and was, then brought someone an entire house of furniture? It's Rude. all very confusing. Um I think <laughs> How do you say sorry for drunken debacles if not furnishing someone's home? Why is this movie starting to make me feel really yucky? I know. It's like <laughs> making me want to cry because I'm making decisions for very I, specific reasons. Girl, I know. I, I thought it, I thought I was just watching a movie with Dan Stevens and I Jason Sudeikis. I Yeah. <laughs> and imagine me here now. I thought I just had a giant gruff crew. Yeah. we had just gruff crew. Yes, and now we have toxic masculinity monster boners. Yeah. Um... This very, very quickly, once he started getting angry, it reminded me of like that saying that was like, um, men are afraid that women will laugh at them and women, women are, are afraid, afraid that men, men will, will kill, kill them. them. Yes. And that's as soon as he started watching, like literally the moment he was watching everyone laughing of the footage mm-hmm. is like exactly when that started happening for me. <sighs> So bing now bong, I'm knock, literally, knock, yeah. <laughs> bing bong, knock, knock. I'm like literally like, oh, well, I, <sighs> yeah. Like I'm conscious, so consciously aware of like appeasing him. Oh, a thousand percent. That I'm literally like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to like accept his apology and thank him for the furniture so that way he like won't be mad. Yep. And then also knowing like, but where does it end? Like, do I... Right. Like, I want to, like, not egg him on anymore or, yeah. like, make him more upset. So, therefore, to, like, protect... Mm-hmm. But now I mean, he knows, not just like, myself, but, like, all, the whole fucking city of soul, apparently. Totally. So, yeah. like... And it's, like, now even subconsciously, he's, like, oh, she's she's in the cycle now. She's involved in my cycle. She can't She can't get out. Yeah, it's pretty upsetting. This mm-hmm. is all the feelings I'm feeling. It's not great. Don't like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Don't feel good. Same Z's. Don't feel Twinsies. good. <laughs> Why did this devolve into this? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were having fun. Me too. Um, suddenly it's so real. I God we damn it. The tale fights. of the toxic masculinity <laughs> boner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm um, hand in hand. I think I got it. Accept the apology. I think in this moment, the best thing to do is to accept the apology and the furniture and say thank you so much. I accept, and see where we go from there. I I I agree. There's not with the current circumstances. I don't see another option in this moment. So she leaves Joel on the porch, runs to Oscar's house. And she comes in and she's like, what the hell are you doing? She comes in. It's a hoarder house. Ooh. Yeah. Hoarder house. Uh-oh. So he just had furniture to spare. Yes. And she's like, what's with the furniture? And he's like, it's from my uncle's. I don't want it. And she kind of like looks around. And he does look contrite. 
and hungover and a mess. Right. You know? Right, right. And she then kind of like is looking around and she sees a picture that's in a frame, but the girl's face is scratched out. Remember, he had a girlfriend. Oh, pictures with people's faces scratched out are never, are, are not good. It's not good. Not, not good. good. We covered this in Orphan First Kill. If you find a picture <laughs> with your face scratched out, you get out of there. <laughs> this is, like, imagine the state of mind that you've, if you've ever scratched out someone's face, which I'm sure I did when I was younger or who am I fucking kidding? Like yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the state of mind you're in is like not healthy. It's not good. Exactly. It's not healthy. Yeah. So she's looking around. I and don't know why it's not healthy. Because it's it, like. But who cares? You know but what I mean? Like, like it just it's feels not. like it's like a danger sign. It's a red I, flag of like it's a step one and. Maybe it's just because of horror movies, though. But Maybe. It's, in horror movies, it's step one of yeah. you're about to die. You're about to die, yeah. <laughs> and it so, might be from a person or a ghost. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so he turns to her and he's like, I'm totally ashamed. And he's like, did I, did I hurt you? And she's like, I'm fine. We didn't kill anyone. That's all that matters. And he is apoplectic. And he's like, can, can we be friends again? Question 12. What do you do? What does she do? <laughs> All right. I think she says yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. Okay. And I think that I am going to say... I think it would be best for both of us and everyone involved for us to take a little space. And then I'm going to investigate how the fuck this magic soul playground came to be (laughs) and break that curse so no one else can fucking play this game anymore. Point for you. I mean, point for her. I hear what you're saying. We may be, we may be at a critical mass. (laughs) So she says, yes, we can be friends again, but no more staying after hours at the bar. She says, you close and you leave. And she's like, listen, I'm, I'm no stranger to fucking up when you're drunk, which I was like, fair, fair point. True. If anyone is going to be empathetic, to having to apologize for being a wretched piece of shit. It's her. So I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So she says, we're good. And he says, thank you. Cut her coming into a fully furnished home, but like the home of like an antique lady. <laughs> it's <laughs> an old timey 1920s parlor room. <laughs> and the phone rings. It's Tim. Uh, Tim. Tim. Little Tim. Cutter pulling up to a Holiday Inn. Tim is there. Holiday Inn. And basically he's like, I had a a job here. She's like, really? You had a job in my small town, the one I happened to run away to when you never had a job here ever before. (laughs) And he's like, okay, I was lying. He's like, I just, 
I was worried about you and, you know, I wanted to see how you were doing. And then he turns into like a real condescending asshole, like really judgmental in like, so what? You're just working in a bar for tips. You're working for tips, are you? Like just being a real piece of shit. Mm. And she's just kind of like dejected, like doesn't even really respond and she just gets up and she's like, I have to go. And he's like, where are you going? And she's like, to my shift at the bar where I work. And he's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, let me give you a ride. So he offers to give her a ride to the bar. Cut to them coming into the bar. He's immediately condescending about it. And is like... <laughs> what is this? And there's a, a Western theme over there. And like just being a real shit. And he meets Oscar and Oscar is like, <laughs> so I want you to picture Ted Lasso. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sweet as pie, but we know what's underneath. Right. And everything he's saying is terrifying. So he's just like, it's Gloria's idea. That side of the bar has been closed for years. Now here we are. What brings you into town? Just like, and you're just like, ah, I'm so, ah, what's happening? <laughs> and he says work. And uh, he sits him down at a table. Gloria sits down as well. So it's the three of them. And because he's not actually saying anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm, bad. Mm-hmm. And also Gloria acknowledges that Tim was being a shit. So like. Oscar has every reason to be offended, but she's trying to keep the peace, you know? And so she sits down and he says, can I get you a beer? And Tim says, uh, yeah, that would be great. And then Oscar looks at Gloria and says, make it two. And Gloria's like, yikes. Okay. So she goes to get up. Uh, Oscar starts like kind of laying into, him and sort of being like Tim is like it's just so funny like seeing her get beers at a bar and Oscar's like what do you think she's not capable of doing this job and Tim's like no of course and he's like oh you think the job's below her you think Mm -hmm. running a bar is below her working Mm -hmm. at a bar owning a bar (laughs) and just like real and and Tim is just like my neck is so tight (laughs) (laughs) and uh, blah, blah, blah. And then an actual patron customer is like, can I get a coffee? And Oscar turns to him and is like, just a second, Joe. And he starts being like, uh, you know what the most irresponsible thing to do in this bar would be? And Tim's like, no. And he's like, I could turn around right now and show you my ass. It happens all the time. We could get into a fight right now. Par for the course in a bar. I could go take a piss in that corner. Still wouldn't be the most irresponsible thing I could do in this bar. And then he gets up and goes into the back. And Tim and Gloria are just like, what is it? What is it going to happen? And he comes out with a giant canister. And he says, you know, when we were young, we used to uh, buy illegal fireworks. And uh, late at night, we'd set them off. But... We had this one, and we never brought it. 
We don't know why. And it's huge. I mean, it's like it's like the size of his torso canister. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's like, we never brought this one out. And he starts moving chairs out of the way. But again, he's Ted Lasso, right? But he's throwing chairs out Mm -hmm. of the way Mm -hmm. and talking very normally. And he's just like, you know, we just always thought like we just never had the balls to set this one off. You know, and then he throws a table like across the room, literally. <laughs> Holy and shit. Two patrons get up and he's like, see you later, folks. Thanks for coming in. Throws another chair and he like starts opening it up, opening up the, the firework. And uh, Joe, the guy who want, just wanted a coffee, coffee, is still sitting there and he just goes, you might want to get out of the way, Joe. And he fucking lights it. And walks away. Tim and Gloria are like, fuck. And so they dive behind the bar and fireworks are going off in the bar, setting it on fire. Oh, my God. What is happening? Why? And so it stops and they peek up over the bar and he's like, that's the most irresponsible thing I could do in the bar. And I was like, it's your fucking bar, man. Like, you just... like, cool, cool, bro. Yeah. And Tim is like, let's go. And he's like, come on, let's go. And Oscar just goes, she's not going to leave with you. And Tim looks at her, and she just, like, bows her head. And Tim is like, I'm leaving tomorrow on a plane. Come with me now. Question 13, what do you do? What does she do? (laughs) <laughs> why is this <laughs> happening yeah oh god uh, meaning like in this moment or in within this, the next day in this moment in this moment <laughs> I wish I was yes. dead <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that she stays in the bar and tells him to leave. What do I want to do in this moment? What do I want to do? What do I want to do? What do I want to do? You're like, I wish I was one of those fireworks. <laughs> Me. I wish I was the firework. And that I just exploded Baby, the fireworks. <laughs> I just get on the bar and start singing that yeah. song. <laughs> I actually think in this moment I would probably have to do the same but I'm going to have mega plans for afterwards I am going to probably call Tim a little later to be like here's the deal Mm -hmm. so like and then I'm going to I'm going to get help help helps Uh, help does help help from helps and I'm going to make a exit plan, an exit yeah. strategy, an exit plan. Yeah. You know what I would have done at this point? I thought about this. I would have stayed just like you did. And she does as well. Uh, I would have called the cops 
and said, I'm afraid for my life. And he just set off a firework in his own bar, which has got to be illegal and endangered a bunch of people and get him arrested. Hopefully. Yeah. Hope, uh, if the cops are the help that's helpful, hopefully. Yeah, I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. That definitely sounds like that would escalate the situation yeah. times 1.2 1 million. million. And also, like, if he didn't, if he bailed out of jail. Yeah. Yeah, like he's not, he, w- he would be released very quickly. Yeah. So I would have scrapped that plan pretty quickly as I thought through it. So, okay. So, unfortunately, I understand that plan. And unfortunately, this reminds me of my domestic violence class where it's like, where that is it's like as much as like it's, it's up. To, they always say, don't tell people what to do. It's up to the person because they know the abuser more than anyone else in that situation. So it's like mm-hmm. sometimes on like, this is the saddest statement ever, but sometimes you, that puts you in more danger. more danger. So you like have to like handle it your fucking self. Yeah, which is a nightmare. Baby, I'm a firework. That's why you call the domestic violence hotline. Yes, you call Kim. You call 1 800, you call the thing. Yeah. And you get help because people can help. Help helps. Help helps. helps. And people know what they're doing. Yeah. And they have help and they have resources and there are resources. And help helps. And at least, if anything, they help you make a plan. Yeah. So Tim leaves, runs, and Oscar just calmly looks after him and just goes, what a schmuck, and walks away. As if he didn't just set off fireworks in the Oh, bottom. God. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Cut this to night. Parachute is a, is a, is a backpack. <laughs> this, this parachute is a backpack. <laughs> Friends references. Okay, so we cut to nighttime, and Gloria is walking past the playground to walk home, and she walks into her house, turns on the light, and Oscar. No, nah, no, he's sitting in a chair, drinking a beer. No, oh. Knock, and knock, he says, Big bong, knock, knock, no, no. And he says, I didn't mean to scare you. And she's like, What the fuck are you doing here? How did you get in? And he holds up a set of keys and he goes, Your parents gave my parents a key years ago. Sure. And she's like, Get out or I'll call the cops. And he says, Go ahead. He calls her bluff. She sits down on the futon. And he says, thank you, I guess. Oh, yeah. He says, thank you for her, like, sitting down on the futon. And he's drinking beer, and he says, I'm just here to make sure you don't call your boyfriend or go back with him. So feel free to go to sleep. I'll be here. I'm sure I'll sleep great. Yeah. Thank you. And she says. staring at me. Yeah. And she says, you've lost your mind. And he goes, what matters now is that you don't lose yours. Is it? How does that? What is that? How does that equate? Well, in his what in his mind, my mind going back with my ex, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So we now cut to a flashback. Little Gloria walking into the construction site after Oscar. So he climbed over the fence. She climbed over the fence. It's super windy and stormy. Little Oscar grabs the diorama out of the tree then puts it on the ground, laughs, and stomps on it. She 
gets super pissed and we see like the wind blowing because there's a storm coming and we see lightning crack thunder hits her direct lightning hits her directly on the top of her head oh shit she lights up passes out and it like makes her bleed like down the front of her head uh we then see barbie girl from the beginning so like that's mm-hmm, where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it she saw yeah, lightning yeah, yeah. they saw in soul uh we then see lightning hit in soul and then we also see another lightning strike hit little oscar so they both get struck by lightning wow um, yeah wow why Nobody they else. They are the ones that yes. can. Interesting. Exactly. And the diorama was of soul? Yes. Wow. The lore. <laughs> wow. Didn't, didn't you know that if you make a diorama of soul and then get struck by lightning in a very specific construction site that you then can become a monster that appears in soul, the very <laughs> diorama that you made? I didn't. Have you never heard that fairy tale? back to present so like this feels like this was a recovered memory that she wasn't remembering it all until now back to present and Oscar looks at her and says what's wrong and she looks at him and she goes you hate yourself she says I used to think it was something else when we were little like you wanted to possess me or something but it's simpler than that. You can't stand that your life is so small. He looks furious, Mm -hmm. but the fury is quiet, which makes it even scarier. Mm -hmm. Question Mm -hmm. 14. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What does she do? I I don't say what I said. (laughs) 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 <laughs> good night now okay. <laughs> just go to sleep on my food um, night night <laughs> I don't know I don't know well what does she do but it's weird you? it's like you seem a little sharked and narked but we're like nowhere near water <laughs> I feel sharked and narked yeah I feel abused and bruised yeah abused and well, that got sad. <laughs> That's, how I feel. That's um, a sadder one. <laughs> yeah, I'll j- let me think of a funny one for you. I'll, I'll come back. Clowning. I'll come back. <laughs> I'm a happy clown. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to the tears. <laughs> um, lightning and. Frightened. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so I said you hate yourself and you have a small, sad life. And he's. <laughs> I thought you were about to be like. And I said you had a small dick. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. Watch but out. I implied it. You did imply it. Yeah. <laughs> and I meant it. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. I feel unsafe. Mm hmm. And I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I want to take back I'm what tep- I said. I'm tempted just to accept. S- take it back. I'm tempted <laughs> to accept. Get in a time machine no. and go backwards. 
<laughs> get struck by lightning <laughs> yeah. and go back in time. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. We'll play fair. Okay. Uh, but I want to take it back and then I want to just like pretend sleep and then grab a knife and stab him in his sleep. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I like it. <laughs> but it feels I've crossed a line here, so mm-hmm. I... He's big mad. But he's, like, still Ted Lasso, so it's, like, really confusing. Maybe I do call the police now. Call your bluff. Bluff okay. called. I mean... You called my bluff. I'm yeah. bluff. We're bluff, bluff reversed. Yeah. Bluff. Bluff. What? You're re-bluffed. Re-bluffed. <laughs> what is she um, doing? Does she... I think she... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say she, like, keeps egging him on, I guess. Not, like, purposely egging him on, but she keeps saying shit. Kinda. Kinda. Baby, you're a fan. <laughs> you work. <laughs> she does the ultimate egging. She's the real egg in this moment, because she calls Tim. And says, hi, Tim, I'm coming with you. Oscar looks terrifying. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, we we hear the city siren, like the the siren that goes off to be like, city, it's 805. So because obviously the city is like now prepared every time when this time is approaching. Just in case. It appears because oh. it appears it's yeah, and uh, so we're hearing it, and it's like coming to a crescendo as they're staring at each other, and then they both go to run mm. to the playground, but she like manages to hit him with a chair. He then breaks uh, the arm off of the futon and like comes after her, but she pushes a bookshelf on top of him. Yeah, he gets out. She then pushes the giant TV like into him up against the wall. Uh-huh. He gets out, runs up the stairs, jumps out the window into the pool. What the fuck. The pool is just like never hasn't been used in decades. It's just yeah. filled with grime and leaves and gross. Ew. And she runs out the front door with a piece of futon, like you know, <laughs> as a weapon. Sure. And She's, like, clocking him around the pool. So, like, he's kind of, like, waiting to the steps, watching her. It's all happening kind of slowly, and she's just, like, matching him as he moves. He comes up the stairs, so now he's out of the pool standing there. Question 15, what do you do? What does she do? Sorry, can you explain where they are again? They're standing by the pool, and basically she's standing there with, like, a futon arm, and Uh he's standing in front of her, having just gotten out of the pool. Question 15, what do you do? What did she do? Fucking hit, hit him forever, hand in hand. Point for you. She hesitates. And he runs. The other way. Hops the fence. It's daylight now. He's running down the street. She's not behind him. And. Oh, the lightning happened at 8.05 a.m. 
Yes. That's why it's so I was like, why yeah. is it that time? Exactly. Okay. He's running down the street. She's chasing him. We see the kids heading to the bus. We hear cheering because now the robot and the monster ha- are sparring off again. She's standing in the playground. She hits him. He punches her in the face. And she goes down. And he says, you can go home now if you want. Go back to NYC. Totally your call. But every morning you're not here, this will happen. And she's on the ground, like, writhing in pain. And he just starts stomping indiscriminately through the playground. Oh, my goddess. And we hear people screaming in soul. Gloria can't get up and is just sobbing as he walks off the playground. Cut to her coming back into her home with a black eye. She doesn't know what to do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all I can say is that (sighs) Earl has a die. wish his name was Earl. So she looks at her map of soul, which like symbolically falls to the ground. (laughs) She's looking at it and she goes to her air mattress, which is deflated and spread out on the ground. And she rolls herself into it like a burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, girl. Then feel you rolls herself back out of it and has a light bulb. She looks at her map again. Question 16, what do you do? What does she do? I don't know. Something about the map in the playground. Mm-hmm. You got it! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hand in hand. Uh-huh. We're going to go back to the playground. Uh-huh. And we're going to go to the p- place where we got struck by lightning. Uh-huh. And we're going to... Dig up our old diorama of soul. (laughs) Or whatever else is some other way (laughs) that that lightning place meant something. (laughs) Mm, Do something in the lightning place. (laughs) Zero points. What do I do? Zero points. But the lightning. (laughs) (laughs) So, cut to Tim leaving the hotel looking for her. Cut to her getting into a cab. Cut to Oscar looking in her window. She's not there. Cut to her showing up at the airport and getting on a plane. She's going to Seoul! Cut to Oscar coming out of the bar. Cut to the plane landing. Cut to Oscar drinking in his truck by the playground. Cut to the city of Seoul. What is she going to do there? Cut to Tim getting a call from Gloria. And she's standing in the rain in Seoul. Everyone's kind of like running away, like preparing for the monster bash. Sure. (laughs) The monster mash. (laughs) And she's talking to Tim and she says... I had to fly somewhere, but I want you to know I'm okay, and I'm sorry that I stood you up, but I can't tell you more than that. 
And he's like, I think you owe me an explanation. And she's like, no, I don't owe you an explanation. And she says, you said you can't help me when I'm out of control. And I'm more out of control than I've ever been. She hangs up and we hear the siren. The time is approaching. Cut to Oscar walking to the playground. He stops looking around for her. Yeah. Cut to Seoul City on alert. The military has been deployed. Cut to Oscar walking into the playground. We see the robot appear in Seoul. Everyone is screaming. Cut to Joel watching news at the bar. And I'm like, must be a different bar, I guess. I guess there's more than one bar (laughs) in the town. Uh, Cut to the military. Oh, I already said that. Cut to the military being deployed, everyone screaming and running. We then see at the foot of the robot is Gloria standing there. And the robot cracks its knuckles. And we're like, oh, no. He's about to step on a little kid who, like, fell as the crowd was, like, running away. And right as he's about to step on this child... Obviously, he doesn't see that it's a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just fucking stomping around the playground. The playground starts to rumble. And he's like, what the fuck? Gloria in Seoul is walking towards the robot as a person. But the monster is now at the playground walking (gasps) towards him as a person. So it's yeah. So those two locations are tied together. The old quick flight to Soul Switcheroo. Yep, that's how many times have we used that? (laughs) Quick, quick flight to Soul. Add that to the the day. Add that to the survival text guidebook. So now Oscar is shitting himself, terrified because she appears out of the sky. As a monster in the playground. Right. Question 17. What do you do? What does she do? I mean, hand in hand, like stomp on him. Or, you know, something. Point for you. She, in soul, sort of like maps where she is in relation to him. And as a person, kneels down and grabs like where he would be. And we see Oscar lifted into the air in the monster's hand. And the Uh robot we see just suspended in the air. Uh And everyone's like, what the fuck? Everyone is so scared. And everyone is watching the footage in the bar as well. And she's holding him in her fist. And she roars at him. And Oscar is just like... (laughs) My little tiny scared boner is so scared. <laughs> My little boner is so scared. Oh, I'm a little tiny scared boner now. Yeah. I thought I was a big boner, but now I'm so I'm a tiny little baby boner. And that's literally what he does. He starts being like, please put me down. And he's crying. And then, so we're like, we see her kind of like, look at him. And then he goes, put me down. Put me down right now, you fucking bitch. Question 18, what do you do? What does she do? 
Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Hand in hand. Kill him. Kill him. Goodbye. Goodbye, Earl. Earl. Goodbye, Earl. Goodbye, Earl. Earl had to die. Earl. And no one missed him. Had to die. Those black-eyed peas tasted all right to me. Yeah. Earl. A thousand percent. Why don't you lay down and sleep? Earl. (laughs) She throws him into forever. We just see his tiny little body going off into nowhere. They watch the robot disappear from the sky, and then they watch the monster disappear from... And then we watch the monster disappear from the playground into lightning cloud. Soul, cheers, hooray. They don't know what happened because they didn't see the monster. They just know the monster was bad and the monster... Or, I mean, the robot is bad. Yeah. And Gloria then looks off as everyone cheers for her, but like not knowing it's her. Soul getting is getting their injured taken care of and celebrating. Cut to Joel smiling at the footage in the bar, sees her on TV, like walking by like a cameraman and just kind of like laughs. And we now cut to her walking through Soul. She goes into a bar. And the sole bartender asks her in English if she saw what happened to the robot. And Gloria cries and asks, do you want to hear an amazing story? And the bartender says, of course. Do you want something to drink? And she just goes, like shit. I can't have a drink. (laughs) Credits. Yay. Not what you expected. Not at all. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty wild. Let me total your points. Wowzers. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Alrighty. Dead or Alive, you got two out of five. Sure. For questions, <laughs> for questions, you got 24 out of 36 for a total of 26 out of 41. I'll fucking take it. I beat that motherfucker. You did. You did. And like, I you win. Weren't, you weren't familiar with the with the children's bedtime story of the... Of the monster and the robot in Seoul that are actually two adults <laughs> in a playground. That old brother's grim tale. <laughs> I did not hear that one. Yeah. Um, I so mean, here's here's what I had a really like upsetting reaction to that I had uh-huh. to talk to my husband about. And here's why my husband is a saint, because these are the type of things that I talk to him about because he's my best friend, but he's also like Ugh. I just wish I'm your best friend. <laughs> yes, you're also my best friend. I frankly should have talked. I couldn't talk to you about this because you hadn't seen it yet. Oh, right. Uh, it's the podcast. So I know. So I had this like, and I'm not making a joke here. I was actually like having a weird feeling about myself because in the bar scene where he's like setting off the fireworks, I find Jason Sudeikis like extremely sexy. Like, mm-hmm. He's like towards the top of my list 
honestly. Mm-hmm. And I love him and Ted Lasso where he like is so kind, but like there's also a masculinity and a hotness to him. Right. Mm-hmm. So in this bar scene where he's like kind on the outside, but like throwing chairs and like being very aggressive and scary, I was like extremely attracted to him and like very upset about it mm. that I was just like, he's tapping into like two different places in me at the same time that I am not comfortable with those two places combining and I didn't <laughs> I didn't like it and like I like bad boy and Ted Lasso <laughs> yeah and or, just the fact that yes bad boy and Ted Lasso but like he wasn't being a bad boy, bad boy. he was yeah. being an abusive, an abusive. terrifying alcoholic yeah. and so th- I think that's where I was like I don't like this I don't like what this feeling is and that's where I was like honey can I talk to you about some feelings <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, I guess. (laughs) And I was like, do you have any insight into why that's happening? And he was like, no. (laughs) No, he said something smart. But it was just like, that that made me feel icky. That's where I was like, I'm having not an enjoyable experience in this moment right now. Yeah. I'm not sure that 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 your feelings have much of anything to do with like, Ted Lasso or the idea of Jason Sudeikis or the idea you know what I mean I think it happened to be the actor Jason Sudeikis who you do find attractive Mm -hmm. and also you love Ted Lasso he plays that character as well but I'm pretty I would venture to say in that moment it was no longer a combination of two things like you're just like oh no this is a terrifying abusive alcoholic yeah. And that's why I'm feeling the feelings I'm feeling. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it just was, it was, I, I've never really experienced that before where I was like, I don't, I don't understand or, or like the feelings I'm having. Like well, I'm a pretty self-aware person. So like the act of like not understanding where something is coming from, I was just like, I mean, ironically or not ironically, I guess, um, that's actually what a lot of abused people feel because ultimately if it is a domestic violence, at least relationship, Mm -hmm. like they've probably been together for many years. There was probably some happy times, especially in the beginning, like especially if they're married, like they got married. So like they love this person, right? Like it is so complicated. It is so much more complicated than being like, they're an abuser. Get the f- leave. Like right. fuck them. You know what right. I mean? Like it is so much more complicated because you love them. Right. Yeah. I think And it was also-, also they're going to kill the city of Seoul. You right. like you know what I mean? But like it's such a I mean, honestly, I'm sure that it is, but like if this is not a allegory for fucking like abuse, domestic violence and like coercive control, like that specific thing is coercive control. And it's like such a huge part of abuse because it's like, you know what I mean? Like if I leave, I'm hurting other control. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's what, that's actually what abusers do. They're like, I'm going to hurt the kids. I'm going to hurt the dog. If you leave, I'm going to do this to, to not you. Right. I'm going to do this to someone else. Yeah. If you do something, I'm going to do this to someone else and that'll be your fault. Right. Like this was like, honestly, a fucking playbook of domestic violence. Like it's like the morning and like fucking simmer on it. Like, I mean, I already felt that, but like just the the more it's coming through, like, I'm just like, holy fucking fuck balls. This was like, 
like textbook, so, but used with like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a crazy sci-fi yeah. thing. Like So it this movie got yeah. like mixed reception. It was a total bomb. I've never office. even heard of it. Yeah, it w- had like a $15 million budget and it made like three or something. Like Eesh. it was a total yeah. bomb. Um, it's It's got like a 6.5 on Rotten Tomatoes. So like not terrible. Uh-huh. Um, but also like people have, a, there's a lot of discussion about like, is this a horror movie or a com- or a comedy or a drama? And I'm like, it felt pretty, but also for my, because I have a horror movie podcast. Right, I was right, like, right, yeah. This felt pretty horrific. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was horrified. <laughs> absolutely horrific. I think it's hard. I agree. Yeah. Um, I would be interested to see what people said about it. Like, yeah, I don't know. It sounds great to me. And like, as someone who like, literally did a, a fucking Wait, domestic violence post- guidance counselor training like um it's I'll so fucking it. spot on yeah that i'll see if i can find like even you having that feeling that you were just mm-hmm. having like i'm like oh that's like another layer that like i you know yeah like it's so complicated and yeah. it's so fucked like yeah. you just feel help that's why i was sharked and narked because you just feel so fucking helpless yeah so sharp you're like there's no way out yeah. How do I get on a flight to Seoul? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so was to intense. me, it sounds fucking great in that way. Yeah. At so least. put that down as a postmortem that I'll, I'll see what the director had to say about it, about the allegory um, of it. But uh, yeah, so that was colossal. I really liked it, if I'm being honest. I thought the acting was very well done. Even the sort of a slightly more comedic or slapsticky moments I thought were done like very realistically and well. Mm-hmm. Um, Anne Hathaway always fucking comes to play. And Jason Sudeikis came to play. Like he, he, he was fucking too. great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was colossal. Well, thank you so much. Thank I had you so much a blast. Did you? <laughs> I did you? Did. Baby, you're a firework. <laughs> um, we're, and so, ironically, <laughs> goodbye, Earl. Goodbye, Earl again. Is domestic violence. Yes. Based. And Wild. it was so apropos, so really, apropos. for this one. Yeah, really it really was. For this one. Um, uh, man. Man, yeah. oh, man. Wowzer. Yeah. Thanks so much. I'm going to go watch something happy. Yeah. So follow us at KK Sam Podcast and all the things. Also, we're not quite ready to announce details yet, but we are Ooh, going right. to be doing um, kind of a, a a revamp of our Patreon. Bow, 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 revamp. Yeah. And we're very excited about it. Um, so for people that are currently patrons, uh, sit tight. Um and she means for, a revamp of Patreon. I don't think I that word was that? ever said. Really? Oh, my <laughs> bad. Yes, revamp of Patreon. Um, so for <laughs> our current patrons, just like sit tight. We'll have more information soon. Um, but we're going to have exciting stuff on the horizon. Yeah. So just we have some fun ideas that I yeah. think people will be really into. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I have no uh, doubt. I think we're still kind of in that weird contest that no one understands called Faces we, of Horror. I think we're still in it. Yeah. It, there seems to be, no one tells us the amount of rounds and no one tells us the amount of groupings. Yeah, they might go on forever. It feels like it might go on forever, but yeah. uh, I don't know for sure. It's like tomorrow that it like shifts to the next round for us. Yeah. 
So by the time you get this, but like based on where we're standing now, I think we'll go to the next round. So yeah. like keep voting for us. It's free. Yeah, that'll be that great. Be cool. That'd um, be awesome. And uh, but we don't understand it. And uh, no one else I know that's in it does either. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be a fun little surprise for everybody. <laughs> but keep on voting because I don't know. Maybe we could be fireworks and win. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, um, yeah. So this has been. Uh, Kim and Kat stay alive. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. Maybe. <laughs> no, we really do love you. And we do thank you for listening. Not maybe. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, so until next week. <laughs> stay alive. Stay alive. Bye. Tiny scared boner. So scared. <laughs> my little boner is so scared. Oh, I'm a little tiny scared boner now. Yeah. I thought I was a big boner, but now I'm so I'm a tiny little baby boner. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.